most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. King and Foster here for our second edition here on a Thursday. And uh, I know Jimmy said he doesn't talk to his coach. He just lets him coach. But I'll admit I was a bad parent. Talk to his kid's coach. His kid's coach, right, in high school. Uh, my daughter, Celine, played soccer in high school. And uh, so their very first game, she doesn't play. And so then they call. She's all upset. She says, I should be playing and – and uh, we're playing these games. We're getting our asses kicked. I think I can help. So uh, I went to games, and I determined my daughter is the best player on this team. That's good. So I talked to the coach. I said, what's going on here? He said, oh, he didn't like the way she ran. He was too. She's too athletic. I'm like, what the fuck is that? What are you talking about? She's too athletic. And she used her athleticism more than that. I said, well, she's the most athletic girl on the team. What does that mean? Hey, man. <laughs> don't know. I just well, that's I what I was told. So anyway, yeah, we go th- we, we go through this whole season. She's coming off the bench, ends up being the leading scorer on the team, and um, unreal. It was crazy. In fact, I kept stats. Celine had as many goals and assists as the whole starting front four, mm-hmm. and, uh, and she came off the bench. And she came off the All, bench the whole year. The whole year. I wow. was pissed. Then uh, they go to districts. And so she's upset. She says, well, Dad, do you think we can win this district, this game? I said, yeah. I saw the team play. I said, they suck. If you start, you will win. If you don't, they're going to lose. So um, prior to that, uh, four girls got hurt. So Celine had to start. So she started. And I'm I'm looking. I said, they look like a team. They actually look like they're pretty good. And so they play – Wall Lake Central. Yeah. And I said, if you start, you'll beat them. If you don't, they'll beat you. So the four girls came back. Celine's back on the bench. And Wall Lake Central is kicking our ass for the first 10 minutes. I mean, we couldn't get the ball over over, over the half line. So Celine comes in. Within 45 seconds, she gets a shot on goal, which was like a miracle that we actually got a shot on goal. It crossed midfield. Cross, then she scored and because we were losing two to nothing. Then she scored. He immediately took her out. I was pissed. <laughs> what kind of guy is this? I'm like, what the fuck is this? And so I'm 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 just I'm trying to stay to myself. I'm like this. I don't want to say anything now. The game is going on. Are the other parents talking to you? Yeah, saying, they start they, saying, why why is this playing? is kind of weird. And I said, I don't know what's going on. So Anyway, um, they end up losing four to one because he put her back in real late, and uh, so I'm livid by this time. So uh, her junior year, before junior year, I have a meeting with the coach, the athletic director, and the principal, and I said, "This are we out here just having fun where everybody gets to play, or are you trying to win?" And he said, oh, "We're trying to win." And I said, "Okay." Here's the deal. If you play her and start her and believe in her, you will win your division. If you don't, you'll finish in third and fourth like you always do. He's like, oh, no, she's not that good and everything. I said, watch. So anyway, 
he had the starter because there was injuries. And thank God for injuries. So we go on, and Celine comes home. She's crying. She says, yeah, I'm going to start, but as soon as these girls come back, I'm back on the bench. And I said, not if you score the first goal. She scored the first goal. In fact, she scored, like, at the midway of the season. She had, like, 60% of the team's goals. Because that's what she did. And she's not even a goal scorer. So, anyway, um, so to make a long story, she makes an all-county team. Wow. And then they um, they had this big game against Seahome. Um, if they won the game, they won the division. So they play, and Seahome and is kicking our ass once again. We can't get the ball over the thing because they're a way better team. But, so uh, anyway, I knew the only way they could win is if Celine got a fast. So she got some fast breaks. She scored the game-winning goal. They end up winning the How division. And I said, I told you, if you start her and believe me, you'll win the division. So Did he apologize? That, no. Hell no. <laughs> what a lousy coach. Mm-hmm. We well, got coach of the year that year Oh, because of my daughter. There's got to be more to the story than that. Well, here's the other thing that pissed me off. She didn't even, she didn't even win MVP of her team. Some other girl did. Oh. So, I, so that's how I got involved. I, I always keep to myself – but I just thought that was egregious, so I had to say something. Good for you. See, now, now it sounds like you had a different style of coach, and there are coaches out there, and I would have spoken up for my child if that was the case. But the coach that my child plays for um, is, in my opinion, fair. <clears throat> so anything, anything other than that, whatever, it, 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 even if I don't agree with the philosophy – you're part of the team. You got to do what the coach asks of you. So I stay out the way. I've coached many teams. I've had issues with parents, all types. Um, I would not do my player like unless I needed Celine to come off the bench to spark um, our second unit or if I felt like she could create mismatches. But it doesn't sound like that. It sounded like it was more of a personal um, yeah, well, with well you. she she could have been the way that you approached him. <laughs> I, I didn't say anything for a long time, and then finally I had enough. He might have been and a Celine, free press guy. You were a news Celine guy, huh? said, uh, "You know, every time I come off the bench, we're losing one to nothing. Why don't we try to score the first goal?" <clears throat> so I'm like, "Sounds good to me." So um, and, that that was. And when you approached the coach about starting, he said, "I didn't. I don't think that she's that good." That's what he said. He said he she wasn't one of his top twelve players. That's what wow. he said. Yeah, he didn't like this. That's a coach that, unfortunately, uh, in amateur ninety, I won't even say amateur sports, but a lot of times they 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 infiltrate the ranks, the coaching ranks. It's unfortunate. Um, they have uh, personal agendas. It might have been a case where. He was friends with parents of the uh, kids, or, or the kids were, or he's friends with the parents of the other yeah. kids. So you're right. You know, that could have been that, a situation. that was an issue. That was an issue. There you go. That's Correct. the answer. Well, I I thought in high schools, it was time to win. That all the you know the <laughs> travel was over and that was cute, but then it's time to win. But 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 in the NBA, parents are not involved, are they? No, it's grown men's sport. It's a grown man's right. sport. Tell that it to Ball. Be, 
but 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 again, you know, <clears throat> these are young men. They're not, um, you know, they're young adults. They're not fully uh, grown. So they're going to have some involvement when you have a young, uh, a younger player like that. You may have some involvement with parents uh, who are very hands on, and that's what you got with the balls. And and again, if you're going to draft him, you should have a contingency plan, and then that that should be understood, especially seeing what's going on in in the past couple of years. Now I've heard so college cool. coaches bitch that they have to deal with parents. I thought the whole parental thing was done by college. No, you still have to deal with parents. Um, you know, there are parents or family members, not necessarily even parents, just family members, whether it's an uncle or a cousin or a brother or a sister or who the team has to deal with. <laughs> so, so there are a lot of... There are a lot of um, did you say booster? Uh, I did. Hey, from the from the horse's mouth. I did, but I just have one question. When the booster took you out for dinner, did you order the normal entree or did you boost it up a little bit? Booster. I never went out. I never got a meal, and if I did, I would have ordered. I would have ordered lobster oh, or at boy. least a crab. And, and and the cowboy steak. You seen one of the cowboy steak? That Those things good. are this big with the bone in it. That's what Jimmy got. That sounds good. Well, yeah, you got to try that when you first come to Texas. When we cowboy? first moved to Texas, I think my father tried it. Hey. And I watched him try to get through it. He got sick, so <laughs> I was wow. good. Let us know when the corona <laughs> leaves Texas and we'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> now, no I wanna problem. Come- I'm on it. Yeah, I want to go down there for uh, a stanky-ass Mexican joint and just have margaritas, burritos, whatever. All on me, Matt. Mass and tea. Don't even worry. I'll even put on a little cowboy hat and wear it around. I bet you would. (laughs) Didn't you wear boots one time and get kicked out of a restaurant? No, no. Yes, I did. As a matter of fact. Were they cowboy boots? um, No, they were not cowboy (laughs) boots. Now, here, we're going to talk race again, but... I've always wondered when things happen in life, was it because I was black or did it just happen? Now, uh, there is a place in town. and I know Maz goes, no, you don't go there because it's in Novi. Lucky's. I wanted to go to Lucky's. Lucky Steakhouse? No, no, not the Steakhouse. Okay. It's Lucky, Lucky Strike Okay. in Novi. Right. Okay. I was wearing boots and they wouldn't let me in. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? And then the, the guy at the door says, well, I can't let you in because gang members have worn those boots. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, I'm not I'm in a, a grown, gang. I'm a grown adult. I'm, I'm a grown a, man. At the time, I was like 45. I said, I'm 45. I got two jobs. Uh, I don't know. And, you and, look menacing. Uh, and the boots were by Cole <laughs> Hahn. They're dress boots. So I get mad at this dude. And, I, and, then, and then I caught myself and said, look. This dude is just, he's young, probably not making much money because he's at the door and he's got to deal with assholes like me. But I was pissed. I told him off. And then I don't go there anymore. I'm, that's it. That's the end of me. Because when you do me wrong as a consumer, we done. Uh, because there's a, there's a video that just came out. There's a black lady, and she's got her son with him, with her. She, he's got on some athletic shorts and a Michael Jordan T-shirt and some gym shoes. 
the guy wouldn't let him in because he said that we have a dress code. You can't wear athletic gear in the restaurant. And so the lady points her camera to this little white boy who's wearing a T-shirt, athletic shorts, and gym shoes. And she said, oh, you mean you, she, he can't wear the same stuff that he's wearing who just got served and just got finished eating? And then the guy says, well, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, that sucks. I apologize. But that is, but, and she said, well, what's the difference between my son and Ugh. that little boy? They w- they wouldn't let them in, so oh when I when I got banned from Lucky Strike, I kind of thought, is it because I'm a brother or is, uh, is it the boot thing? That's the second time I got denied service in a restaurant because I was wearing freaking boots, and they were the same boots. They're dress boots by Cole Hahn. No, we saw your boots. You got, you got good deals on your boots. I think we need to see them, and then we can make a judgment on it. Because obviously, there's something wrong with these boots. Too. Like I did when it's when it's fall, I'm gonna wear them. Were they UGGs? Your UGGs again? No, no, they they were Cole Han, dude. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, because Maz, I know you go to Payless all the no, time. I, don't. I know shoe. Cole Han. Right. Cole Han is a high end yeah. shoe store. Of course, I I know, man. I'm just okay. busting. All right, <laughs> just saying. And they were yeah, brown. Yeah. They were polished. Hans yeah. has a Nike technology. The, they're, they're, uh, that's the them right there. The first, those are the ones. Those are the same boots I wore. Show them the Jimmy. <laughs> oh, you, Jimmy can't see. Uh, but I know what they are. I had a pair. They're okay. very comfortable. Yeah, they were very comfortable, stylish, Look and I couldn't get in. That's nice. Yeah, those are nice little boots. You should have asked for the manager. I should have, but I was so. Sometimes you get Who so you angry. Oh, geez. I know you weren't with your wife. No, because if you were, she would have got you in. How? <laughs> she would have yapped at him. She doesn't go out. Fauci doesn't leave? Fauci don't leave. No, Fauci don't like going out. I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. All right. And then yeah, that's a nice... Can you see the boot, Jimmy? Oh. Yeah, Those are the exact boot. same boots I have on. They wouldn't let me in. Yeah, so that might I... have been a little uh, racial, racial thing. Could have been. But you always, you always it, leave that... Did that happen? Like that my airport story where I took a flight to Washington in the morning to go meet the president with the Pistons, and then I flew back that night, and they're waiting for me at at the plane. I got I had to go to some room, had to tell them what I was doing, had to tell them I was a sports writer. I went to the White House, and uh, I got detained. So then I thought, was it because that's what they do? Or was their story accurate? They said, well, we got a lot of drug traffic between Detroit and Washington, so we we always monitor people who fly in and fly out the same day to those two cities. I think they would. I think that was probably right they, at that point. They did okay. do that. But I was still pissed. Because once you fly home, that. you want to get home. Yeah, of course. Right. No, I don't want to do be that. detained. Did you tell them I just saw the president? Yeah. I said, I want... So yeah. why why'd you go to Washington? I said to meet the president, and I got one. <laughs> yeah, okay, like this. No, nah, I'm fucking real for real. Yeah, I went to see the president. You didn't have a phone back then, right? There was no, no phones. No phones. You could have showed him a picture at that point, to that point. Yeah, I didn't. Or I could have called Bush and said, "Hey, hey, can you vouch for me?" Actually, I didn't talk to him. But I know, but it's okay. We you get ever the met point. the president, Jimmy? Um, uh, Clinton. I met okay. President Clinton 
and uh, Barack and Michelle. Nice. Beautiful. My sister-in-law worked for Barack Obama when he was a senator in Illinois. Cool. So she knew him when he was a scrub. How about that, huh? When he couldn't afford to go to Bulls games. <laughs> <laughs> he's come a long way. He, he's come a long way. Since he met, since he met uh, Oprah. Yeah, Oprah, Oprah can uh, change things Oprah for Oprah got him elected. You know, you know who got Barack Obama elected? Oprah. Bill Clinton. Yeah? You know why? <laughs> why? Because black people were going to vote for Hillary Clinton. And then Bill Clinton, with his dumb ass, compared Barack Obama <laughs> to Jesse Jackson. Really? And then black people were like, well, wait a minute. No, no, this is a legit ca- uh, candidate. And he's like, oh, this is just another Jesse Jackson. He's not real legit. <laughs> he did say that? Yeah, he said that. And so we were like, okay, we'll teach your ass a lesson. So we put, we started studying this guy. And we said, we're going to vote for him and study your stupid wife. And that's why she probably didn't win uh, Michigan the last time she ran. That's right. Against Trump. They probably, they probably remembered. Mm-hmm. We're not voting. Yeah. Well, Michigan is fucked up. You know who won Michigan? The primary one year, George Wallace won Michigan. Wow. Yeah. Back in 72 yes. or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Racist George <laughs> Wallace. Racist George Wallace. So we voted for racist George Wallace and, and uh, what's it, Donald Trump. Yep. So I'm telling you, our state is messed up. We'll see who they vote for next time now. If, gonna, the, they, if, they, if the election even happens, right? That's you true. You can't vote, right? Not, not a lot we're, to We're going to do uh, write-in. Yeah. I, 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 not not write-in, but we're going to do the uh, absentee. absentee ballot. Yeah, you know what? They're going to they're lose 90% of those absentee ballots. I know, but they're going to they're, they're, they're gonna count ours. We're going to make sure that they count ours. You better make my, sure. My wife, Dr. Sure Fauci, will be down there. <laughs> But no, they, sure they try. Know. No, they trying to take our vote away. Did you hear what they did? I think it was in Georgia or Kentucky. Uh, in a black precinct, they tried to close the doors at six p.m. And the black people were like banging on the door. No, let us in. Let us in. And so finally, they had to let them because it was going to be a riot. And those people went in and voted. They're going to try the same thing in November. So Jimmy, make sure that you vote. Get there. Already for- sent in with the. It's Thursday. I sent in for my absentee ballot uh, ballot Monday, so it should be here. Right. Uh, I'll be doing both the uh, uh, the primary and uh, um, what is it called the whatever the August election and then November. I'll be voting for both. Right. Okay. We'll make sure you vote because I vote in every direction, uh, every election because of my grand my great grandfather. Daddy, I, I still remember his talks when I was like eight years old. He said, you've got to vote. When you're old enough, you got to vote because a lot of people have died because of you. Now, my my great-grandfather, he was not a slave, but he knew people who were slaves. And so he would tell me stories about how messed up it was. And he said that you are going to be a free man uh, and you've got to vote. The only thing you can do is vote. And I want you to vote every election. That's Good. why I vote in every election. Good for you. I you know, I keep hearing, oh, it's a waste of vote. Nobody cares. Nah, you know, you got to do it. You got to do your thing. Yeah. Right, My daughter's going right. to get the vote for the first time this year. She's excited. She'll be 18 come September, so she'll be able to vote in November. Beautiful. So she's looking forward to getting out there. I want to ask I want to ask Jimmy something. NBA, 
Jimmy, uh, Vince Carter said he's uh, retiring officially today. The great Vince Carter. Now, I've been saying from the get-go that the Raptors should be retiring his number. What's your take on that? Um, The team that he has the most success with, that he's most recognizable uh, to, is a team that should retire his jersey, and I agree that it should be the Toronto Raptors. I think that uh, the majority of his time was spent there. I think, we'll, and when we think about Vince, even today, I still think about half man, half amazing, in the purple with the with the old school Raptor on it, and the one five on the back, doing amazing things. I was in the league. I think it was uh, two thousand. We had an exhibition game in Toronto, and um, I was sitting on the baseline. And I was because I wasn't on the bench. I was uh, kind of like half stretching, but um, you know, sitting Indian style. And uh, <laughs> I got a view of, of, of half man, half amazing Vince Carter going baseline, and he took off from the marker, which was about three feet outside the lane, and he leaned into the basket, and, and he was so high. That the and plus the way I was sitting, the perspective was incredible. Yeah, oh, look at that. It was like that. It was just like that. Baseline. Oh. Um, and he was even higher than that. But oh, it was, it was so fun. Oh my god, it was incredible to see. And that's you know, being a, a player and a fan at the same time, you can't really show your emotion when <laughs> you're playing on the other team. But it was something special. And again, just um you know, I, when I think about Vince Carter, yes, I, I, I think he's a Raptor. He's a Toronto Raptor. Um, Usually if you're real athletic, you don't last a long time in the league because once the knees and the legs go, you're pretty much done because you have no no throwback. He was a freak. Why was he able to play, I think, at 18 years? 22 years. He 22 years. Huh? He was he – he was remember, he had a floor game as well. He was remembered as someone – that gave us the highlights. However, Vince uh, had a uh, above average shot. He could shoot the three. He had to keep. He, he kept him honest. So, in the scheme of the game, um, when his athletic de- uh, uh, abilities declined, you didn't lose much because you could put him in the corner. He still had the reputation. And he, you know, that it, you still got to check him. He keep you honest. Uh, shooting a three, the deep ball in the corner, and he expanded his game to uh, ball handling, uh, coming off pick and roll. So his floor game is expanded over the time of his career while his athletic ability was diminishing. Most people, when you see that, they don't make that transition. When their ability, athletic ability declines, they didn't work on their floor game or they didn't um, grow in the course of their career enough to maintain um, staying or relevant, staying relevant for someone to pick you up. That's the I, difference. I, I met him when he was at North Carolina because I went down there to uh, a Michigan player had transferred to UNC. I think his name was Thayer Mukhtar or something like that. I can't remember his name, but it was a tall African dude. He transferred to North Carolina, so I went down there to do a story on him. And at the time uh, – Vince Carter was uh, teammates with uh, Antoine Jameson. And, uh, Wait a minute. 
story. You did a story on the African that transferred from Michigan to yes. North Carolina. I think it was that was and- Mactar Njai. That's it, Mactar Njai. I forget his name. Oh, that was so long ago. So anyway, is that and your brother? Not, yeah, that's my brother. We and 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 it's not it's not Njai, but that's that's the American way. It's Jai. It's, it's just Jai. Jai. Okay. All right. Anyway, I did a story on him, and so. I saw saw North Carolina play a couple times, and they were pumping up Jameson about how he's a great player, All-American, all this stuff. And Vince was like second fiddle. So uh, I caught him in the hallway, and I saw Vince. I said, dude, so why are they um, pumping up this other dude? I, I said, he can play, but you better than him. You a better player. And he said, oh, no, 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 that's all right, man. I appreciate it, but, you know, I just want to keep the team chemistry. He's a great player, and I just – you know, all that kind of stuff. I said, Vince, you better than this dude. He ended up being better than him. Way better. Way. But he, Jameson was a good right. NBA player. Yeah, solid. Solid. Did his thing. No question. James, pick out a Mexican restaurant for us down in Texas now. Or is it Tex-Mex? Multiple. I got I got multiple. No, they're straight Mexican. I got I got multiple places for you. I'm going to let you choose. I'll let, the, I'll let my guests to have options. Yeah, but we're like not gonna know anything up. about. Them. What's better, the the Mexican restaurants or the barbecue places? Oh, Ooh. I don't know now. <laughs> it <laughs> might be back in the day. I would say barbecue hands down. Now, I don't know because the Mexican uh, places have really uh, come up, and it is, it is more um, it's more uh, integrated now. So it's more authentic, and it's 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 a difference. It's really good. So it's a, that's a tough call at this point. I'm gonna go with Mexican food. All right, oh. then we're going Mexican. Maz, you in? I'm in. Stay healthy, All everybody. Right. All right, everybody. I'm going back in the bubble. King and Foster. We'll see you again on NRM Streamcast. D Mac and Newt are next. Can't wait. I'll bite the